My next guest going through a lot of what some of you are going through as well, and that's trying to get your FOID card situated and applied for or renewed or you're just stuck in limbo because Illinois State Police have a backlog of firearm owner identification card applications and also concealed carry license applications. Uh, and uh, his latest column is on that. You can read it in the State Journal Register. I believe it was published yesterday. Uh, but joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom, and Scott Reeder is on the air. Scott, it's been a while since we've had you on the air. Welcome back and good morning. Great to be here. So uh, what's uh, what's going on with your FOID card situation, and, and uh, what did you write about this week? Well, you know, I... I... I've been a gun owner for a long time. I, uh, you know, I hunt, and in fact, I'm very much looking forward to um, going uh, deer hunting this week. Uh, first week of uh, firearm deer season in Illinois, which will be—it's exciting. I get a lot of books read while I'm sitting in a deer blind. I might add. Not, uh, you're not looking for deer. You're not out there. Oh, you're I'm looking not for like... deer, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm one of those people that uh, multitask. I'll, not particularly well, though. I don't think I haven't harvested a deer yet, but. Uh, so, but no, yeah, I, I, you know, the void cards we have, um, expire after 10 years. Um, I sent in an application, tried to apply online. Um, the computer kept, uh, rejecting my application. I ended up having to call, uh, two state lawmakers to finally get, cut to the red tape so I could even apply online. And like, I, I think I called, uh, Senator Brady's office. He's my uh, state Senator. And they fight. They called me back two weeks later with a new password for my, um, um, computer. Does that tell you anything as compared to how long it takes, uh, to get a new password with just about anything else online and how long it takes with the state police to get a new password uh, when you're applying for something. Uh, it was, it's ridiculous. I'm still waiting. Um, uh, hopefully sometime next month I'll receive my, um, uh, renewal before it expires. Um, but you know, the, um, governor by, um, Fiat has issued an executive order that says extends their, the life of everybody's, uh, Void card by another eighteen months uh, if it expired during the COVID uh, crisis. Well, you is know, that enough though, Scott? Mind. I mean, is that is that enough? Because uh, we hear the stories all the time. We're talking with Scott Reader, uh, columnist who you can read in the State Journal Register Weekly. Uh, and you know, from my understanding, there's some there's some uh, retail outlets that are not accepting expired Void cards. What does this mean? This backlog of sixty plus thousand, uh, if not more. Uh, what does it mean for those people out there and their ability to exercise their Second Amendment rights? Well, it means it's got several things. One is you know, let's say um, in January I'm out rabbit hunting and I get pulled over by a uh, uh, county sheriff, uh, and I and he asks for my Floyd card and I um, uh, hand him my card. He goes, "This expired last month." I go, "Well, you know, the governor issued an 18 month uh, extension on these cards. You're dependent on that deputy, or for example, if you have a gun for protection in Chicago or whatever." Uh, the police officer knowing that this has been issued. I mean, that's a, that's a high hurdle to um, um, expect 
uh, officers to know about. And you're 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 subject to a, uh, arrest with, uh, as a penalty of up to a year in jail if you get uh, arrested. Now, admittedly, you can once you're arrested, you can hire an attorney, and the state's attorney will probably drop it. But nobody wants to go through that. And, you know, if you're going to have a FOID system, a system of gun permits, then you got to have one that's efficient and works well. And Illinois does not have that. Yeah, we, we do not have that in this state. And I get flooded into my email inbox, and I'm sure you are as well, with people across the state saying they applied for their FOID card months ago. Uh, they applied to renew their FOID card months ago, have not heard anything. You've got people who applied for their FOID card initially for the first time ever, and they haven't heard back. Uh, and they're not able to exercise their Second Amendment rights in Illinois because they don't have that legal FOID card to be able to go buy guns or ammunition. Scott Reeder joins us. Uh, Chris Murphy in the newsroom with a question. Yeah, Scott, you know, this seems to me... I don't know about what you've done with investigation, but but it seems to me that this is all part of that technology problem that the Rauner administration tried to address, you know, halfway through the the uh, uh, their administration got roadblocks on. Because I, I can per- firsthand four years ago when I got rained out at the Illinois State Fair, looking at them taking orders from a green screen and an old push button phone with 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 touch tones and a push button in there. That if that's a microcosm of what technology is running on Illinois, it's no wonder we can't seem to get anywhere with any of these things with IDS or the Floyd card or anything. Well, what I'm told is, do you remember back in the dark ages when they had that computer program, COBOL? Mm-hmm. I'm told that's the uh, program they use over the state police for um, Floyd card uh, things. Nothing wrong with the program, but it, it's just an ancient system. I mean, it, and I, uh, you know, I was, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of suspicious, you know, uh, gun ownership, uh, Second Amendment rights are not a uh, high priority for a lot of um, uh, folks. Uh, so I wondered, you know, if the current administration was downplaying the need here. But, you know, I found exactly the opposite. They're hiring people. They've hired 21 people um, to, to just do background checks and do all of that. They've, uh, they're having the current staff work at least a half hour, uh, excuse me, a full week of overtime every month. Uh, they're, they're seem to be spending the money to do these things. It's just they're overwhelmed. One of the things that well, I and, it's, and it takes like six months to get them trained, um, and, and you know it's hard to blame a pandemic on this because Scott, this was happening way before the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. This has been going on for years. And in fairness, it happened under Ronner. It happened under Quinn. It happened. It's happening under a Pritzker. I mean, it's not a Republican or a Democrat thing. It's not a, um, um, you know, one particular governor's thing. It's just a real mess. But one of the things that's interesting is the number of people applying for gun, first-time gun permits is skyrocketing. You know, the applications this year are two to three times what they were a year ago. Oh, yeah. Think yeah. about that. I've got, I've got friends that, uh, you know, told me five years ago, six, seven years ago, when I made a documentary about uh, Illinois gun rights, uh, and they said, no, guns are dumb. Well, they called me, you know, five months ago. I applied for my FOID card. <laughs> sure, yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, before we um, uh, close up, because we do uh, have limited time here, I want to get your reaction to the latest Madigan news. You have had your eye on the state capitol for decades. 
Uh, what do you see happening here? Is Madigan going to be um, you know, free and clear, or do you think that they're getting close to actually uh, issuing some indictments against the Speaker? Well, I can't speculate on whether they will indict the Speaker. Um, it's important to rem- uh, remember that he insists on his innocence here. But what I can say is this. Um, he's clearly a target in this investigation. The um, uh, U.S. attorneys are are working up the, the uh, grapevine towards him. Um, they uh, indicted uh, his best friend yesterday, uh, Michael McClain. I mean, he was best man in uh, the Speaker's wedding uh, years ago. He's... You know, I don't I know did, if you remember I, I the day. So he hangs out. He used to hang out outside the, uh, in the speaker's uh, suite of offices, and people would come up to him wanting to get the speaker's uh, ear. I mean, you know, it was kind of uh, um, interesting because this guy is just a lobbyist uh, in Springfield, but other lobbyists would come to this lobbyist to try to um, get him to pass on something to um, the speaker. I mean, it, it's it's insane. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is somebody who's actually a confidant of Speaker Manikin. Um, and now he's under indictment for bribery and conspiracy. Uh, Scott, let's have you back on to talk about that in particular, um, because uh, it's going to be an ongoing developing story. All right. We'll talk again soon. OK, sounds great.